0: Hello and welcome to Money Purpose Live. Money Purpose is a series of interviews with over 20 experts that have mastered tools and strategies which led them to their financial success. What wealth creators, fire experts, money coaches have done differently to have the right money mindset and create more money during COVID-19. In this series, you will gain most relevant insights and strategies to help you pivot or thrive through current challenging times. The Money Purpose series was created by Blossom Media Studio to empower you to take control of your finances. Today we have Lawrence Kane Jr. Lawrence Kane Jr. is an author, entrepreneur, and acclaimed speaker who went from barely passing through high school to teaching youth how to start businesses. Lawrence is a very passionate individual who loves giving back, and he has been featured on Cincinnati's local news and radio stations where he's provide practical tips on financial success. He is an author of the book Money Seeds, 30 Financial Principles, and he has hosted many workshops both online and in person to teach individuals how to implement these principles into their own lives. Now, let's get into the show.
1: Hi, Lawrence. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Good, good. Thank you so much for joining us and our TV series of Money Purpose TV. And I'm so grateful that we have connected. And I know we've talked previously and there's a lot of um, money talk that we have and a lot of mindset around money that we you know have similar to so i'm excited for our audience just to see and to hear and learn more and just get comfortable with talking about money you know Absolutely. and for our audience uh, who don't know you i want to let them know that Lawrence is a financial coach he's a youth pastor at his church and he is the founder of Money Abundance University and mm-hmm. he teaches kids from all ages to adults how to handle money how to talk about money and he's also a author of two books uh the money seats uh, i'll link the link below so you guys can all learn about that and yeah welcome lawrence
2: no thank you again for having me it's, it's so awesome that what you what you're doing with your platform and uh, we know during this pandemic, money is definitely in a, a hot topic. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's for sure something that I felt urged to talk about and just bring it to the service because for the longest time it has been a taboo that people don't want to talk about or it's just people just shy to talk about their money goals because they don't want to be compared to somebody else. But I know that with this series, we'll break that taboo and bring more clarity to that. So walk us a little bit back to your, fi- to your financial literacy journey and success and how the Money Abundance University came about.
2: Sure. So I think it really started, I think we all start with, you know, knowing what money uh, can do for us, right? And, and how, to, how to make money. So when I was young, I, I always thought that I would, you know, make a, a bunch of money, but never really defined what that looked like. Um, and, and then as I got older, I graduated high school and, you know, worked jobs before I went to, I, I took three years off between high school and college because I just wanted to work. I wanted to, you know, enjoy, uh, life without mm-hmm. having to do any schoolwork. And while, while during those three years really helped me gain clarity on what I wanted money to do for me. Um, and how I was gonna get to my goal, So I I re-enrolled into college. Um, I got a business degree. um, And after that, I worked in banking for two years, Um, left there, worked at financial aid. um, And then I left uh, the college and went to a private lending startup. Mm, And while I was there, um, you know, we had co-signers that were twice my age not knowing the difference between a routing number and account number. And these were co-signers that were, I mean, they were co-signed to private student loans in upwards of $60,000, $75,000. And I was like, this cannot be our our normal way of of doing business. Mm. And I was telling my company at the time that we should start doing more things in the community. We should start doing more webinars about financial literacy. And they flat out told me no. So I said, if you're not going to do it, I will. And that's when I started Abundance University back in 2015, uh, where we, you know, our sole purpose and our model is financial success happens on purpose. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're very intentional on how we go about teaching, you know, whether it's the youth or it's adults. Um, And we have online programs as well as. Uh, different books that we've, you know, I've written uh, to help with that. So
1: I love that's that. been my journey. I love that. So it has been five years and you guys have made incredible impact on not only adult community educating on credit, but as well as kids. So walk me back to when you were a kid and what was your relationship with money when you were a kid and did you were, edu- uh, were your parents educating you on money? Like how were they with money?
2: Sure. So I, i I had, I, I didn't necessarily have a relationship with money. I think I had a relationship with the systems, uh, in place. So my, my mother was an entrepreneur and worked a job. Wow. Uh, so she was in the medical field, but she also, she had a, a, a beauty supply store in our actual, um, town home. And. You know, she would allow me to, you know, do the do the cash register and make sure I deliver. We would walk the different, you know, in our neighborhood and deliver uh, these different products to people. So I, uh, again, I knew the systems. You know, I knew what a job was as opposed to what being an entrepreneur was. But my mom never really told me about how to save money. Mm. Um, from profits and things of that nature. Now she did tip, she did make sure I have a, I had a savings account, but again, it wasn't one of those things where when I got money, that was the first thing I thought about was to save it. My first thought was I can buy what I want to buy because it's my money. So that that's where I came from. And then again, as I got older, I realized that I I definitely need to start saving a piece a portion Mm -hmm. of my money so that if things happen, whether it's emergency or something that I want to do for fun, that I have the means to do so.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. And that's um, a lot of what you share. It's my story as well. I just kind of stumble upon it and realizing that, oh, I need to start saving money if I want to get something bigger than just day-to-day food. And it went Mm -hmm. about it, but there's certain tools in the system that you can do to improve your savings and just make it easier process. Um, So especially during this time of COVID, I think a lot of people start looking more into their money and want to be more, I would say, careful or more literate with their money. So tell me what is one money habit that you've changed because of this year's pandemic?
2: I think one of the main things, and I, I don't know if it was me deciding to do so, or just again, <laughs> because of the pandemic, uh, but, but definitely cut out a lot of uh, outside food. So our, mm. our, our grocery bill has increased, uh, but we are saving more money overall, you know, again, I'm married, married with three children, so we're all home. My wife is a teacher. Um, And and I have an eight-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. So food is a big portion of of what we spend our money on. But we cut out all of the, you know, fast food. And, you know, I was able to uh, do a lot of my – I do a lot of my business online now. Mm -hmm. I don't do a lot of in-person. I've probably done two in-person workshops since the pandemic. So and that that's definitely a, that's lower than what I, I'm used to during the summer. So definitely cutting back on the unnecessary food expenses that we typically accrue during the summer because I'm out a lot, but we, we've scaled back tremendously.
1: I love that. I love that. And well what is the one habit that kept that what is the one habit that you kept and help you to just manage this pandemic better in regards of just finance finances.
2: There's two things. Number one, I am very patient when I get money. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I, one thing that I teach, I teach my, my students as well as my one-on-one clients is that when we, when you get your paycheck, if you don't, other than paying the bills that are due the extra money or, you know, the money that hasn't been given purpose, be patient with it. You know, don't just, you know, be, be impulsive, uh, when it comes to your finances, but be patient. So that's number one that I've, you know, kept. And then the second one is that I'm unemotional when it comes to my money. So I understand that it's a tool. And I also understand that we are in a pandemic, so I don't want to make emotional decisions based on where I'm at. I'm, I'm like everybody, I'm an extrovert. So You know, staying home 90% of of the week is super hard for me. But I understand that when I go outside, I risk being able to uh, spend money that I really don't need. Um, So I'm very, again, I'm unemotional and I'm patient when it comes to my money.
1: I love that. Yes. And just uh, knowing that because of pandemic, there was a lot of um, trend and growth in e-commerce and online market, you know, market, we just can realize mm-hmm. that this is where people end up putting their money in a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and those are the things that are emotional purchases, I would assume.
2: <laughs> right, right. Amazon is get only getting bigger, right? Because people are, are literally shopping every day on there and don't have to leave their homes.
1: Right. So let's talk about your book, The Money Seed and the mindset of money behind it and Just walk us through some of the points in the book that you teach that you see people don't know or not aware of.
2: Sure. So the first book, the first Money Seeds book is Money Seeds 30 Financial Principles. So this book is for any adult, whether you're 18 or 54, that again, no matter where you are in your financial situation, This is one of those books, it's quick read and it's really workbook style. So after every principle, there's questions to help you gain clarity Mm -hmm. around the specific topics, whether it's your credit, whether it's your budgeting, whether it's your emotions, uh, because one of the principles in the book is control your spending by controlling your emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, And and really, it's a a go back and, and refresh book. Um so after you read it you can always keep those principles near and dear to your heart um and and we also have resources in the back of the book as far as different budgeting principles other books that uh we recommend that you read as well as uh the financial independent checklist uh that we want our kids to follow before they move out of the house
1: uh-huh. um
2: so it's 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 a it's a very uh good book less than 50 pages and I think the biggest principle uh, in the book right now that will really help out during the pandemic um, is judge each day not by its harvest, but by the seeds you sow into. Oh,
1: so, wow. So good. Really
2: not getting ahead of of what's happening to your day, but really waking up and controlling what happens. Mm. Um, that, that's that's the main thing with that book.
1: I love it. And one of the points that I really liked um, when I was looking into more of your book and just reading about it is you highlight that financial independence it's different for everybody and that's yeah. why with your university and what you teach it's very customized to the each person and for their understanding of financial independence is that you mention that maybe somebody is on the path of getting 200 million it's very different from someone's on the path of getting just 2,000 of saving in their bank account. So what you guys teach with your university, it's very personalized to each person's journey. And I love that. And you make sure that you explain that to people because I feel that a lot of time when I talk about fire movement or investment, um, fire Mm -hmm. movement that I've been on is financial independence and retire early. And people might have this stigma that, oh, wow, you just don't want to work. I'm like, well, not really. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to have a freedom to work on my passion projects, uh, on the thing that I always wanted to do, or the thing that I will say when I grow up, I will do this. But because of money, I can't. Also, I love that you really make sure that people understand what journey they are on and how they should be investing depends on their journey and how much they should be saving. So you're doing a lot for community and I really love that. I definitely gonna get your book and just get um, my family members to learn more about that because a lot of time too is my goal with money might be different from my parents goals money. So we make sure that we need to be aligned because I might be working towards getting her retired but she might be yeah. not wanting to retire. <laughs> so... Right,
2: right. Now that 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 is actually true. And and I think that goes back to one of the principles in the book is that you know financial talks can cure financial struggles, right? And and Amen. And, and, and and also just financial miscommunication. Mm. Um and, and I think by us having these conversations. You know, again, whether you, you, you're, it's with your spouse, whether it's with your your parents, or even whether it's with different business partners, right? Because we there's a lot of I'm pretty sure a lot of your um, your listeners and and audience they they're looking at either being entrepreneurs or they are entrepreneurs. So you know, the strategic partners that you have, it's important to understand what people are after, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and being able to now move with that information. Without feeling like you're, you know, you want to retire your mom, but she's like, I don't, I don't want to retire. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it helps you uh, reduce any stress that would come your way by, by working so hard. So yeah,
1: absolutely, the important. Absolutely. Well, I know that you teaches youth and then adults and some of the kids from your perspective and expertise. What is the difference or what is the one thing that Generation Z doesn't know about money or and that is different from boomers that don't know about money? Because I know that trend has changed.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think one of the biggest difference uh, in the generations is that now that this generation has really... Uh, no excuses on why they can't be successful because of the resources, right? Mm-hmm. We have YouTube that can teach you a bunch of different skills and 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 things that, you know, when I was growing up, and I'm pretty sure when you were growing up, you had, if it wasn't in your community, it was really hard to get access to it.
1: True.
2: So they have the resources, they have the tools, but I think most importantly, um, they have our generation to, to let them walk into any mistakes or any just thing that they want to do. Where it was us, it was either, you know, you had to go to school, you had to get a good job and you were going to work that job and, and, you know, make sure your education paved the way. But now we're looking at education really differently, mm-hmm. right? You know, just think if, if, you know, even a year or two ago, to do virtual interviews was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I want to see you in person. And it's like, if we couldn't do it in person, then it didn't happen. Right. So just the mindset of the the next generation, uh, they're very open to um, the, the different vehicles that they have to get to financial success, as opposed to you know the 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 older generation it was it was more of a, a just a one set narrow way so right. uh, which isn't a bad thing right because there's a lot of successful people um in the in the older generations and even in our generation doing that thing but now the options and the resources are much more greater and easier to attain um and it's up to us as that you know the older generation to help the next generation see see it through.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I feel that being a millennial my, as myself, I'm being a bridge between two because yeah. for the boomers, like you said, is the narrow path. It's like get your education and things like this. But then I also mm-hmm. know a lot of youth and Generation Z, they choose to not to go to school, but they are already making significant amount of money at their age that their parents never would dream of before, you know, graduating school. And mm-hmm. it's a little different, but I do see that teaching financial literacy it's important because they still don't understand how to keep their money, they still don't understand how to invest their money. They just know how to make money now. So right. they're missing right. all the fundamentals and basics of what yeah. boomers knew because they've skipped all that parts of education and it's not a bad thing. It's just they just grow so much faster that mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like being a bridge between two and like slow them down, <laughs> right, like, right. well, and let's that, go that, to that, the that, beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's
2: why, uh, you know, when I do I literally yesterday, I did a workshop for they were they were ages 16 to 19. They were young cadets for Cincinnati police department. And so one of the kids, he was, he was working three jobs. Wow. And he was like, I really like money, but I'm like, yeah, but if you scale back, you can probably make more by becoming a master. Cause he, he, he was a barber. One of his, one of the ways he made money was being a barber. And I was telling him that I know a barber friend that doesn't even own the shop that he cuts hair from and he makes six figures a year, just cutting hair. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you can get to that level, you don't have to work so many hours. Yes. You don't have to work so many days straight because he doesn't have an off day right now. And I'm like, I understand your, your love for wanting to be independent, but you still are dependent on these other, um, you know, companies yeah, you know, right. give you money. So, Yeah, it's, it's important that we have those conversations and, and not from a dictator standpoint or a, you know, master standpoint, but a coach, you know, and that's why I I chose to be a financial coach because I'm not telling you anything that's not going to help you be better for your goals. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm not doing it because I want to check. So, and I'm not going to put you in a position where you can't prosper. So that's what I love it.
1: Yes so let's talk more about what the advice is that we can give to our audience now to improve or increase their income during this time which is really tough and unemployment is really high and i know a lot of people you know get unemployment checks but obviously that will be cut out soon or later Mm -hmm. what can people do
2: Sure. So I think one of the first things is to stay on offense. So never get defensive when it comes to your finances. Stay on offense. And that doesn't always mean making more money. Sometimes that's just understanding where you are with your money right now. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have days in the month where you're reviewing your finances and planning ahead and being able to plan meals ahead of time, then that's something you can implement right now that doesn't cost you any money. That just costs you effort. Um, but specifically with, when it comes to making more money and bringing in more income, there's two things that you can focus on right now. Number one, you, if, if you're somebody who has a set of skills that people are after, right? If you, don't, if you do something very well, you can create either an online course or an ebook, right? You can use Teachable or Udemy mm-hmm. uh, to host uh, the, the, the online courses, with the with the ebook that's something that you can do through Amazon doesn't cost you a lot of money very low cost for all of those things I think the most you'll be paying is forty to fifty dollars to host host a course um, so that's that if you want to get into your entrepreneurial mm-hmm. um, mindset but if you're somebody who again you want to use somebody else's system but you do have a set of skills that mm-hmm. they can be used you can go to somewhere like angels list mm-hmm. so it's, it's it's um it's the career builder for startups mm. and go on angelslist.com and there's startups that literally are looking to hire people uh, that have a specific skill set so that you can make more money than you probably were going to make at a traditional job um, and you can focus on again just doing what you're great at without feeling like you have to, because we know entrepreneurship is hard. It's bigger than selling. Of course you have to focus on the finances. You have to focus on, uh, do things, does that button really work on my website? (laughs) And if I don't know how to do that, you have to pay somebody. So I think those are two real practical things that people can do. It's low, low cost, Mm -hmm. high reward, and, You can do both of those things from the house, right? So you can stay safe while doing it because COVID is still running rampant. Um, I'm actually in one of the hottest zones in Ohio, Um, so they're they're, um, we're close to being on like shut. You know, they're looking at shutting down certain um, establishments Mm -hmm. just to, to you know control that number. So I'm trying to stay home as as much as possible, but I also understand that bills don't stop in a pandemic, so. You have to be mindful of of both of those things. So I'm always on offense.
1: I love it. And I love what you share. And what I'm hearing is you are definitely a person with the mindset of growth. So what pandemic happened, you figure it out. You find a way and you don't just stay there saying, well, this sucks. I'm just going to be upset <laughs> and do nothing.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think the first, I think, and I'll be honest. Um, and I haven't, I've talked about this on a couple of Facebook lives that first, the first two weeks, I stayed still, right? Mm-hmm. I, I had some, uh, I still had some things going, but with me working in schools, the school shut down. So I literally lost, you know, about five or $6,000 in revenue, uh, that was supposed to come in from schools. And I had to, again, I sat back, I I was patient. I I looked at, okay, what can I do? What can I create? And I created about four or five online courses. I'm I'm working on the third book right now. I'm working on a whole online database that now we will be able to make more money during the pandemic than we was before. So again, but I took that time and everybody has been affected by the pandemic. whether you had to stop working or if you had to work more or under certain circumstances. So you take that and you say, okay, now, what am I going to do about this? What am I going to do with this time? Um, And I'm not telling everybody to be an entrepreneur, but I am telling you to stay on offense with your finances, have those, those tough talks with your spouse or with somebody very close to you, make sure your life insurance policy is up to date um, and just continue to do uh what's best for you um so that when we come out on the other side of this pandemic um you're not in a situation of of a feeling like you failed right um or, or losing out on anything
1: right and i think that's the great advices that you can just follow and not only it will help you through this time of pandemic but also through next economic downturn that is going to come around. And I don't know if you want to add anything to that or all the previous advices.
2: No, I think, I think if we just start small, right, you know, yes. the seed the seed is always smaller than the harvest, right? So whether you're trying to be, if you're trying to retire early, if you're trying to uh, build your credit score back up, cause you know, over these last couple of years, uh, it went down, whether you're trying to start a business, just start with the small things. One of the principles in my second book is don't let your limits limit you. Mm-hmm. So we have to understand that everybody has limitations when you look at it. Again, I have three kids. My wife, her, her, her quality time is her love language. So I have to be very efficient with when I'm in this office so that I can spend time with my kids and that I can spend time with my wife. So I'm very diligent. I I make sure I plan ahead of time. I have meetings scheduled, you know, two, three weeks out. uh, Because again, I don't want uh, to uh, jeopardize anything that I've built in business and anything I've built with my family.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for what you share. And I really want our audience to connect with you. I'll be linking your uh, money book link in the... You know information below so go get the book learn about it learn the basics and just um, be prosperous during pandemic because the basics are important and i want for our audience to know what is next for lawrence and his family and what is the next thing that you're doing to help community to teach them more about financial literacy
2: Sure. So we're doing three things. Number one, we're working on our third book, Money Seeds, 30 Financial Principles for Teens. Um, With that book, we're going to, uh, we have a campaign, My Financial Success is Essential. Uh, So we have four, we have two virtual program options that we're going to be offering schools this upcoming school year. Um, Whether they're doing virtual or in class, we'll be able to offer the virtual piece. Uh, So that's a big thing we're working on. And then for everybody, we're working on a Patreon site, uh, so that we can have all of our different lessons, our courses, um, accessible, uh, for teens and and college students, it'll be $5 a month and for adults, it'll be $10 a month. So that's amazing.
1: Yes.
2: So So, we want to make sure we touch the masses with with everything that we're doing.
1: Yeah, so follow Lawrence and get his book, sign up for Patreon. And just uh, even if you're an adult, you can just sign up for your kids to learn about because we know schools are shut down till the end of this year. So what a great time to get your kids sit down and learn more about the subject that school might not be teaching you on so Absolutely. yeah Absolutely. thank you so much lawrence i love our money talk and i really believe that becoming more purposeful and just bringing topics around money will break the taboo and scarcity mindset around it and will create more abundance so thank you Absolutely. so much thank you no, so much thank you
2: for having me thank you for having me you take care